0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Strategy Show. I'm Simon Sebrino, your host, and we are so excited. Today we have Matt, the CEO of Simplicity Designs, with us for the third time. Today we discuss why amateurs talk strategy but pros talk logistics. Hi Matt.
1: How you doing, sir? Where are you? I am in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada.
0: Beautiful. And why should we talk logistics? Isn't that nitty gritty? And we business owners should be having the big picture and leading instead of managing?
1: You know what? Um, is, that's the common misnomer. I love it. And, I, and the way you're smiling, you do this with clients all the time. So, so you know this one better than most. Um, <clears throat> the, the, the reality is, there's an old aphorism with, with, with people who actually want to execute strategy. They know that until you get it, into the calendar and you've sorted the conflict of competing priorities you don't yet have strategy that can be executed right so why are we talk? you know amateurs talk strategy professionals talk logistics here's the reality most strategic sessions go like this we get a bunch of people in the room we make a bunch of commitments we may or may not keep we get excited about it we get optimistic about it. It sits in a document and then that document, then we go back to the office with this beautiful document. It's pretty. And then we put it on the top shelf and then it gathers dust and we go back to work. And that's why we call most strategies, uh, spots, strategic plans on the top shelf that never (laughs) get looked at. And if, if you read anything on strategy, there's only two books that I think you should read on strategy. Mm-hmm. One is Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. And that's by, I'm looking down here at it, it's by Richard Rummelt. Rummel. And the other book is a relatively new book called Loon Shots by Safi Bacall. Both of those books are absolutely critical because they cross the boundary and say, how do you get strategy to work? So when I say I want you focused on logistics, it doesn't mean I want you sorting the calendar all day long. It means I want you out, big picture. You know, where are you taking this thing? What are you doing about it? We talked last time about why do I exist? What problem am I solving? What's the value of solving the problem? What do I want this thing to be in 10 years? Therefore, what's it got to be in a year? Therefore, what, is, what do I need to do in the next 90 days? Until you translate strategy and long-term to short-term, four-week sprints, you have not yet done strategy. And here's why. Ideas that don't navigate the conflict in the calendar don't get done. I need you thinking big picture, but if you can't tie it back to the calendar and you can't have the conflict discussion, because here's what happens. As soon as you go to schedule it in the calendar, it's going to come in conflict with something else you have in the calendar. And then you got to make a decision. And that's real strategy. Real strategy is deciding to do this instead of this. Strategy's not, I'm going to do both. Because there's one thing none of us have more of, that's minutes. We all have the same 24 hours in the day. And it's what you choose to do with those 24 hours. So execution of strategy comes down to scheduling what matters and doing the hard stuff first. If you read any book on strategy, they'll say, start with the end of the mind. And then eventually it'll come down to schedule it in the calendar. It's, you know, we have lots of words and lots of models and lots of people get paid lots of money to do this. But at the end of the day, if you can do it for yourself, do it. This is, what do I want in the end? And how am I ensuring my calendar shows that I'm actually interested in that? When I work with senior leaders, the first thing I tell them is what you say doesn't matter. What you do and where you show up and how you spend your time is what will matter. Because that's what you tell the organization is important. What you say? That's that's great. That's for stump speeches, and we're all used to those moments, right? We're used to Steve Jobs coming out on the stage and brilliant presentation, and we're used to those fiery speeches. But that's not where the long game is won. That's where the excitement gets generated. But the long game is won by putting your time and effort on the things that you said were mattered, and you only do that by getting it in the calendar, because that's when you navigate the conflict. Until then, you got. A whole bunch of hopes, and you got the regular crap in your business. How are you going to manage that, right? Um, the other thing. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Yes, it's beautiful. On the you, you are making something explicit, which we in that moment do not experience. So we are excited about this new thing, and we are saying that we are going to do that.
2: You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable. Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. In sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you?
0: Yep. The other thing is okay, and now I have also to emotionally commit to saying no to a bunch of other stuff. Yep. Then you're done.
1: And, and I only have really emotionally committed when I've moved something else out of the calendar in favor of this thing I've said is important right and I we we end all of our strategy sessions with a 90 day plan and a four week calendar of what's actually getting done you know Ernest Hemingway fantastic beautiful writer everybody knows of Ernest Hemingway he said this every team every draft of a document needs a built-in shockproof shit detector. (laughs) That's what the calendar discussion is. And so at the end of this wonderful time together, we've spent and we've dreamed up what the business is going to be. And we have put it down on a piece of paper and we're all excited about it. And then we grind out the calendar and you go, holy geez, why would you end with that? Well, you end with that because if you don't leave with commitments to your plan, the plan won't get done. Don't leave it to the Monday meeting. If you're going to do strategy, get it down to where you've sorted the logistics. And then you can actually execute on it.
0: It sounds like teams are more afraid of having a positive emotional ending of a session than to have real stuff getting implemented.
1: Yeah, and, and you, know, you, can, you can make sure. I, I, I believe strongly in the power of moments. Chip and Dan Heath have a brilliant book on the power of moments. Moments are important. So after you've done the hard work of scheduling the stuff, back out and go, what did we decide? And get excited about it again. But don't allow yourself to just leave with the initial excitement. Get it into that calendar, right? And, you know, here's a little pro tip for you. If you've got something hard that you need to do, get it scheduled in the morning when when you still have the ability to think logically. And you still have willpower, right? So get it scheduled in that first hour in the morning or the first couple hours in the morning. And if you, if you go to the office and you always get distracted, stay home, make that first two hours about the stuff that you want to change. Uh, Tim Ferriss said it this way. He said, make before you manage, right? So get in there, get it scheduled in the calendar, start building that company of tomorrow, then go manage the company of today. But don't let the fires of today take you away from the beautiful company you're building tomorrow.
0: So I have to ask you also the logistics questions now. Because many many are now listening say, Hey, I'm gonna try this next strategy meeting, next offsite, next big planning meeting. I am going to do that with my team. We we pull out the calendars and we do this prioritization thing. But then now just technically from a craft standpoint. How do I get them re-energized and re-excited about the thing? What, what do you really physically uh, do? Well,
1: so there's, there's the, the calendar. I think we mentioned this in a previous show. Um, the, the, the calendar is the metronome of the organization. It's, the, it's, the, it's when you meet and what you discuss and what you decide out of that is the cadence. right? And so I have a chance. When we work with organizations, we move them to 16... Full day meetings a year, two days a quarter to make big decisions, one day a month to check on the decisions, and two hours a week to check in on financial, customer processes, enablers, leadership, and my improvements. And so the way that I reconnect everybody is in that weekly meeting. In that weekly meeting, I bring everybody back out of chaos, I remind everybody why we're doing this. Ideally, they're reminding me why we're doing this and we're making sure the calendar still aligns, right? I mean, motivation is going to wane over time and your old habits are going to creep in. The only way to change that is to set up a calendar that refocuses you. And you go, well, that's a lot of time. Go, well, you wouldn't believe how much time it'll save you if you commit that time. And every time, even with our own organization, we've tried to say, okay, well, maybe we can do this twice a year. Yeah, I mean, it, we're not immune to this. We teach this. I'm sure everything I say right now sounds, oh, yeah, okay, I'd love to do it. It's hard to do. Okay, I've got, I've got all the empathy in the world for organizations because you've got demands coming everywhere. But the reality is if you set the calendar and you maintain the discipline of the calendar, you can maintain the connection to what you're building. And you can maintain everybody's clarity on why we're doing it and what we need to do to do it.
0: Beautiful. Matt, thank you so much for being so generous and sharing your whole metronome system and uh, how you help teams and also your, your team at Simplicity Designs to have a healthy rhythm, good cadence and the right velocity in implementing and not just dreaming up stuff, but really turning that into, into results that have impact on your clients and on their clients. So thank you so much, Matt. And Sprinters, again, this was such valuable, generous content that Matt gave you. If you're a business owner, listen to this while you go running or do household stuff or are stuck in traffic. Get the three books recommendation that he, that he gave you and check them as an audiobook or physical book and try this thing out. And if you have questions, just go to Matt. And uh, show your prototype and ask for questions. Show show your cadence of your calendars over the year and how much time you spend there. And let him give you feedback. Absolutely. If he's healthy. Yeah. So thank you very much, everybody. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Stay tuned. Keep rolling. Bye-bye. See ya.
2: We all know that working in Sprint's is better. But how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategiesprints.com/sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.